Jesus said, no one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. That familiar phrase, to lay down one's life, implies that the one, Jesus, gave up his life. Laying down one's life means just that, to sacrifice one's own for another. But according to one of my favorite New Testament scholars, the Reverend Dr. John Lewis, that Greek word for to lay down is tethemi, and it really more closely translates to lay out. When I think about laying out something, a plan of action, a jigsaw puzzle, find all the edges, a pattern for a flower bed or a garden, the purpose is to get the full picture, to see the broad concept, to understand the whole idea. And Jesus spent all of his earthly ministry laying out his life for his friends. Each year on Good Friday, we read and hear the account of the crucifixion of Jesus from the Gospel of John. There really are no jeering crowds, it's just mostly the chief priests shouting, crucify, crucify him. There is no loud cry from Jesus, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me when he dies? And there really is no particularly graphic depiction of suffering. There is only Jesus' serene and controlled gift of his life in love. He goes as the one in control as he has always been in control. He goes as the one who has laid out his life for his friends. Yes, his hour has come, but it is not ended. Jesus' hour includes not only his death, but also his resurrection and ascension. And that's the hardest part for us today to resist the temptation to skip over the saddest, most unjust part of Jesus' life to get to the glory and joy of Easter morning. But we must look at the whole picture as Jesus laid it out for us. Jesus has asked his followers to conform their lives to his powerful gift of his life in love. We are asked to lay out our lives for others, just as Jesus did. His command to the disciples and to us, which we heard last night in the Monday Thursday reading, to love one another as I have loved you, and the crucifixion must be seen together. Because it is impossible to understand what Jesus' love is, it is separated from his death on the cross. He lives out the life for which he was born 
the life which is the ultimate witness to the truth. Jesus will give. He will lay out what is most precious, his life, to us and to God. The Good Friday reading of the crucifixion is our annual reminder that the love of God is not simply an emotion. It defines the very essence of God's character and identity. To say that God in Christ Jesus is love is to speak of love without limits, love to the end and beyond, love freely given. If we, as followers of Jesus, are to love as God in Christ loves, we must see the cross as the ultimate measure of fidelity to God, to give without counting, to love without restraint. If we love enough to know that we will give our life, our all, to those we love, what is there to fear? To live in such love And to live out of such love is to live fully in the presence of God. Jesus knew this. He tried to tell us and show us by laying out his life for us. Like the suffering servant in Isaiah, of whom Jesus was well aware, he was oppressed and afflicted, yet did not open his mouth, cut off from the land of the living stricken for the transgressions of many, and poured himself out unto death. In his death, Jesus gave up what human beings hold most dear, life itself. And he gave it up because he chose to do so in love. When Jesus lays down his life in love for those whom he loves, life and love are redefined. Life becomes an expression of love, the ultimate gift. And love, even love unto death, becomes the only true source of life. Jesus' gift of his life on the cross is the ultimate gesture of generosity and grace. It is pure gift, not required of him, not offered by him, but offered by him so that we may understand the full extent of God's love for us and for the world. That's the good news of Good Friday. We have the story of Jesus' own life and death to which we can and must always return. The fullness of God is revealed in the Incarnation. The crucifixion brings the work of the Incarnation to fulfillment. Jesus' death does not repeal or cancel God's offer of love and life. Jesus' death brings that offer to full fruition. It is no accident that only in John's Gospel, the tomb provided by Joseph of Arimathea is situated in a garden. In remembering the story of Jesus' life laid out, we can learn to grow more and more to be a community of love, rooted in the knowledge and love of God, even in the midst of life 
and death. Amen.